0: أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إذا جاء نصر الله والفتح (Sul) ورأيت الناس يدخلون في دين الله أفواجا فسبح بحمد ربك واستغفر Bismillahi Rahmanir rahman al-Rahim. Pull whoa al-Ahd samad Lem yelid wa lem yelid wa lem yakullahu kufuan ahaid. Sadaq Allahu Al Adim Bismillahir
1: Rahmanir As human beings, we have two modalities of attention. We have a modality which uh, is consistent with the intent to get or the intent to take, which uh, we can call predatory. And a person of predatory attention is, is trying to step into the world and achieve from life what they want to get from life. <coughs> the second modality is what we call receptive attention. Receptive attention—the door of receptive attention—is—is—is the—is the changing of intent from what you want to get from the world to what you can give. Because that creates the possibility where the world no longer has a hold on you, and you can start exploring the depth which sits behind your eyes, behind your your witnessing of the world. So a person of refle- of refle- of reflective attention, of receptive attention rather, is is we would refer that to that person as inwardly gathered. And a person of predatory attention is outwardly gathered. You also know that the Rasul described his own attention as being fundamentally receptive in how we describe the receptive attention because when he he said of himself that he um, he loved woman, he loved perfume and he loved the coolness of his eye in prayer. Um, And I'm sure when he said he loved women, he didn't just mean, you know, having a conversation. I mean, he meant that in the fuller sense of the word. We know one of the distinctions between receptive and predatory attention and predatory (coughs) attention is fundamentally concerned with (coughs) focus. It is when somebody is looking at you that their attention is predatory, whereas receptive attention, is fundamentally concerned with all your other senses, your hearing, your touch, your taste and your smell. And clearly, fundamentally, if he loved woman, this is a thing of, of, um, it's fundamentally um, what you would call kinesthetic. It's a touch experience. And if he loved sense, this is also a receptive experience. And even when he referred to his eye, He described his eye as an interesting eye, as a cool eye. He loves the coolness of his eye in Salah. (coughs) Clearly a cool eye is the inverse, is the opposite of a hot eye. A hot eye would be one that radiates, one that is is looking out at the world with hunger and a desire to get stuff, whereas a cool eye is receptive. It allows things in. So the rasul Slavism described himself as fundamentally a man skilled in receptive attention. Both of these attentions have concomitant uh, competencies. So, so um, you can call a person of, uh, who's, who's skilled in the use of predatory attention as knowledgeable. And why would we describe that person as knowledgeable? Because that person knows what to do to the world in order to get from the world what he wants. A knowledgeable person knows how things work. A knowledgeable person knows how to produce outcomes. (coughs) By contrast, a person of receptive attention is wise. Because it takes wisdom to understand that Allah is with the patient. It takes wisdom to understand that when you forego outcomes, He brings them to you. It takes wisdom to understand that you don't have to come to your own defense and you don't have to uh, work on the world to get the world to deliver what you want because He'll give it to you. He'll give it to you with no more effort than the doing of a dua. Because when you make a dua, you are foregoing the outcome to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So He will bring this thing to you. While these, this distinction between these two ways of being is kind of <coughs> obvious to us, precisely because we do many practices which seek to develop and cultivate receptive attention. This distinction is not obvious to most people today. So most people today habitually use and overuse their predatory attention. We live in a technological age. Just the word, the idiom gives the, 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 the age away, because you apply technique to produce outcomes. You do things to get out, to get results. So we have, live in a technological age. You live, live in an age that's concerned with the use of toolage to produce outcomes. So our whole culture, our whole civilization is a knowledge-based civilization. It's a civilization that's concerned with dominating the world, with getting out of life what we want. And because this is the predominant um, way of looking at life, very few people are aware that there's an alternative. Very few people are aware that there's a flip, uh, you can use your attention in a completely different way, that has a a far more benign effect on the world, that's not nearly as destructive, (coughs) that's not nearly as abusive of the resources of the world, and also produces for you a far more satisfying, a far more fulfilled, and a far happier life experience. So, how do we, how do we <clears throat> minimize the pitfalls? Of ourselves getting hooked in the predominant register of our culture, of the culture that we're in. How do we incrementally cultivate a a much more reflective and receptive use of our attention, despite the fact that we're in the sea of predation that's happening around us the whole time. There's a little trick there's one of many, but there's a little trick which is very helpful to learn if you're on this path. And that trick is to forego opinions. We, It is amazing how, how we seem to think that we are duty-bound to have an opinion about everything. We need, we need to have an opinion about child-rearing. We need to have an opinion about uh, Vladimir Putin, we need to have an opinion about um, uh, Ramaphosa, we need to have an opinion about the neighbor next door. Who says you're supposed to <coughs> need to have all of these opinions? Because what you have to understand is that all opinions you hold, both affirming opinions, good opinions, and negating opinions, not bad opinions, both of these Basically, get you hooked into a discourse of judgment. Even if I have a good opinion of somebody, because if you challenge my good opinion of that person, I'll obviously come to that person's defense. So, again, we're busy making distinctions. We kind of... You know. It is true to say that a person on this path has a good good opinion of their Rabb. And this isn't in abstract. Because your Rabb is what is presented to you, the totality of the other that's presented to you in the moment that you're in, is the face of Allah. So you, if you're on this path, you will have a good opinion of that. Hmm. But there's something that sits behind an opinion. And that is a basic affirming demeanor. <coughs> So, 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 the difference is just this. <coughs> um, I can, I can have a, I can have a, an appreciative experience of something without holding an opinion of it. Having an opinion of it is, in a sense, engaging in a justification of my. My appreciation you don't have to justify it. I, I, I mean, an, exa- an example is this. I mean, I, I, I really enjoy um, some of this kombucha that I've been producing mm. just the last couple of weeks. I mean, I enjoy it. I really do. i don 't have an opinion about it. you know, I mean, I, you know if, if somebody else sort of st- if I gave them a glass and they spat and vomited and swore they'd never drink the stuff again. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't rush to the defense of the kombucha. That would be silly. So you can, you can have an, an appreciative experience of the world without having to have it hold an opinion. Without having to justify. Without having to come to defense. And even worse... So, so, so is there's, 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 is is to consistently cultivate bad opinion. <clears throat> this seems to be the 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 um, the stock and trade of our conversation in our time. Have you noticed how often people gossip? Have you noticed how often people will say the most outrageous people things about people who aren't in the room to defend themselves? And we do this consistently all the time. So not only have we now divorced ourselves from the responsibility of having a positive, a grateful demeanor to the world that Allah has given us, not only have we taken a step beyond that, is which by holding a, a good opinion, we are now going even beyond that by articulating a bad opinion. sometimes you are going to have things. You're going to experience things from people that you will not appreciate. In other words, you will intuitively negate. You'll intuitively block yourself off. You still don't have to defend that. You don't have to justify that experience. You certainly don't have to hold on to an opinion. It is our justifications and our opinions that keep us trapped. You see, He has said, subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَإِنْ لِمَعْلَسُ فِيُسْرَىٰهِ Now, now, how does one experience that? It's not just in the calamitous. Maybe one can say it's also in the bad experience, in the unpleasant experience. In that, there's a blessing. In other words, be patient enough with this thing, and it will show you that it's a blessing. But you cannot discover the blessing in that which is an apparent curse. If you already nailed the curse, or the, you've already nailed down your definition of the curse in your opinion, in your justifying your experience, he has put us on a path where when all the stories are done and all the dramas have been of doubt, and all the opinions have had their clashes. We will say, without duplicity, without lying, we will say from the bottom of our hearts, Alhamdulillah, it is all astonishing. It is all worthy of gratitude and it's all worthy of praise. All of it. There's not an atom's worth which is out of place because all of it is his scheme. May Allah grant us inward gatheredness. May He make us inwardly gathered enough so that we can sincerely say Alhamdulillah to the totality of our experience. May He grant us deep appreciativeness. May He grant us humility. May guard us from gossip. May guard us from being opinionated. <laughs> May keep us on the straight path. In Allahumma <laughs> ilayka Nabi, alanabiyya, ilaylina Amanu alai wasilu min tasslima. Allahumma saniya asilina, muhammadin abdika wa suli kanabimu ala alihi wa sahabi wa sili Taslima tasslima. Subhana Rabbika Rabbi azza tirmay wa sallam ala suli muhammadin 好